0: Welcome to our Kiss Me, You Won't Regret It podcast, where we will talk all things marriage in a real, raw, and relevant manner. I'm your host, Grant Johnson.
1: And I'm your other host, Joan Johnson. Laugh, reflect, and join in on our Christ-centered conversations. This is Kiss Me, You Won't Regret It.
0: Well, Joni, we made it through the first four foundational chapters. Now that was some heavy material, but Mm -hmm. oh, so good Mm -hmm. to set the tone for the remaining chapters. Mm -hmm. And uh, in the book, the author says that once we've read the first four chapters in order as foundational chapters, we can actually move around to whatever need we have in our life at any particular time. So we can move around the Mm -hmm. chapters. Uh, as we go, right?
1: Yeah, so if if your child was dealing with a certain issue and, and it was in a later chapter, she says you can kind of move around. Yeah. But for the sake of our podcast and for the sake of um, our study group that we're working through, we're going to just go in the order that the book goes. And th- th- there might be a couple weeks, actually, that we double up on some chapters if we feel like we need to get caught up in a few things or we don't want it to go on <laughs> too, too long. But we'll give you a heads up on that one. And so this week... Um, we are praying that our adult children will understand God's purpose for their lives. Mm. And quickly, as a side note, before we get into this, um, now that we're well into the series and the book, we know that we're praying for adult children. Grant and I are really going to try just to probably say kids or children instead of adult children every time, or adult children, however you say it. Um, and I know we, Grant, I think we tried to do this a few weeks ago, but we fell back into the saying the whole thing again. So we all know that we're praying that this book is about praying for your adult children. And so when we say kids are children, you know what we're
0: talking about. <laughs> yeah. Well, they'll always be our kids. Mm. So we know that in the world today, many of our kids are confused and fumbling about you know, about what their purpose in life is. And the thing that is contributing to this quite frankly, the most, is the amount of input they're getting from the world, right? A Mm worldview versus what they're getting from God.
1: Yeah, that is very, very true. And by all accounts, we see that the world is telling kids to just follow their internal compass. And with a bit of effort, they'll be able to point themselves in the right direction and, and get a meaningful life. And the world also says that finding purpose in life is so important because it gives you a sense of direction. And discovering your purposes can help you learn how to find your dreams and achieve them. It creates a level of self-awareness that allows you to make the most of your life. Yeah. And you could tell I was being a little bit facetious in those.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they're... This self-awareness and self-improvement, mm-hmm. uh, that this is a business has become a business today. Yeah. Uh, self-awareness, self-improvement, self-help, mm-hmm. uh, it's become a multi-billion dollar business and it is growing. And even in 10 years, they're saying how it's going to double from that. Mm, so that's, that says a lot. And so, so much about finding, um, finding it on their own and fulfilling their own needs and yeah. wants is, mm-hmm. is what we're afraid for that our children are doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, for one, sure know how things turn out when we try and do that on our own. Mm-hmm. I mean, that started with me, as you know, as I became a Christian at 12, by the time I was 17, I started backsliding, backsliding, backsliding. And back then, mm-hmm. of course, we've said it many times, we had, did not have the social media right. and the, the technology and out, the out, out, out,
1: outward effect and the, sort
0: of effect and mm-hmm. the, and the Con- awareness and the self-improvement, all the things that are going on mm-hmm. today and every single 2nd we're finding out and we, we our, our self-esteem can be affected as mm-hmm. soon as we look at our phone. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't have that. And so I know except, but and yet still. And yet you still. Still. Seeking it on your yeah, own. Just seeking, mind, yeah, just seeking, seeking uh, all of my own power. Yeah. And it, every time I do that, even to this day it will go, things go south mm-hmm. yeah. and go bad.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's exhausting to try and do things on our own. Yeah. And in this whole self-improvement and self-help and self-awareness, it seems like half the time we're trying on our own to fix ourselves or to find our own purpose when ourselves are often the problem in the first place. So it's it's kind of crazy. And it
0: it just turns out to be just a vicious cycle. So hence the importance of praying that our kids will seek to understand God's purpose for their lives. The ways of God are very clear and when life is lived his way, it brings greater clarity. And I use that word a lot. I love that word. Uh, clarity versus confusion Mm -hmm. and simply reading God's word also brings clarity and removes confusion. Mm -hmm. We know our kids don't spend enough time or maybe any time reading God's word. His voice is often drowned out by phones, Mm -hmm. social media, computers, video games, TVs, movies, the list goes on and on and on.
1: Yeah. And whatever it is that is drowning his word out, when God's word is drowned out, there truly isn't any guide or any direction for the kids. And so that our kids are easily led off in, in their own direction, in a wrong direction. So having a sense of purpose in life, it actually doesn't necessarily mean that our kids have every detail about what they should do and where they should go worked out. But they do have an inkling regarding some of the particulars. They may not know exactly what they want to do in life, but they will know, for example, that maybe they want to go to college or, you know, get into a trade school to become educated and skilled at a profession. But some kids without a sense of purpose don't even have a leading in their hearts about that. Without any guidance from God, they become aimless. Or they may pursue something that will ultimately be wrong for them and end up wasting precious years of their lives before they figure out any kind of direction or purpose.
0: Yeah, and that that one hits home for us as well. Uh, This sounds so much like one of our own boys who, growing up, he had a passion and a desire and quite frankly, an ability to be a professor. At the time we thought a professional soccer player and his his abilities were definitely there from the time he could first walk and kick a ball. Mm-hmm. And uh, over time, many different opportunities you know, opened up that made it look like it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. It was just just on the verge and just it felt like he was just gonna, okay, here comes a contract, here comes a contract next time. And there's oh, four or five different scenarios With different teams and though Joni and I were praying all along for God's will and purpose over his life, he was moving forward in his own Mm. strength Mm -hmm. and every single time it did come close to signing, something weird, something Mm. strange Mm -hmm. would happen, right? And so it just never came to fruition and we would just be shaking our heads, Lord, why do you get him so close? Why Mm. did you give him... All these abilities like mm-hmm. why did why and people are telling and and he it's just like a you know and though lessons were definitely learned mm-hmm. right at the end of the day today by all of us mm-hmm. he did spend many years uh so focused on that and like like you just said he missed years doing what he was obviously meant to do yeah a lot of, a lot of missed years yep. by focusing on yep. something that was in his own strength
1: yeah and because he was not fully aware of God and he wasn't really seeking God's purpose for his life um and he was living his own, you know, trying to pursue his own thing, but his dreams were not coming true. He got quite discouraged. There was a period of time when he was quite discouraged and struggled to think about what he could do. If he wasn't going to play soccer, what would he even do? And Zagrat and I prayed fervently that God would reveal and lead our son in the direction that he had for him.
0: Yeah. And when his eyes uh, were opened to his purpose and calling, the good news is he excitedly walked into it. And mm-hmm. he is to today definitely in the place where he is, he's oh, supposed yeah. to be. And he's, he's stepping right into mm-hmm. his gift mm-hmm. and quite, he will bless many, many kids and families mm-hmm. along the way. Because yeah. um, he is stepping into his gifts. Now that's mm-hmm. great to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do know that God is, you know, not so, so not finished with yeah. him. Uh, we're going to continue to pray. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, even though, you know, he might be walking, not walking with the Lord yet. This is what we prayed for, mm-hmm. right? Yeah,
1: no, and he's definitely God has gifted him, and in so many different things. But what he's doing right now is just, is just, he's just fits. It fits like Got just it. like a per, piece. The last piece in the puzzle he fits so perfectly there.
0: And is and is, it's very exciting to see because this is an answer to prayer mm-hmm. yep. but we know that it's it's kind of incomplete Yeah. and right, how much
1: more how much more is it going to go when so God's how exciting it, not finished, is it like to think said.
0: about yeah what he has done and how where it's going to go from here yeah very exciting mm-hmm.
1: yeah and then also without a leading from god so not only do they waste time and they they kind of fumble on their own and without that leading our kids also might be afraid to step out and do anything at all and this is also something we witnessed in one of our other son's lives In 2017, he had a desire to go back to college. And so him and I went to the school one day in the summer before things started to get some advice on programs and kind of check out the building. And, you know, we were in there for about 10 minutes before he just said, I can't do this. Let's just go. And so off we went and he spent the year working and I think just trying to find his place again on his own. Um, then the following year, he actually went ahead on his own, I think even before we knew that he was doing this, he registered himself, he got financing in place, but then the night before the deadline um, to withdraw, he called me and he just said, I'm not going to do this, I can't do it, I'm pulling out, I'm quitting. Um, and though my heart was really heavy for him, I knew, I could tell he was acting out of his, out of fear and anxiety that he kind of had done so often in his life. And so as I hung up, and let's be honest, I cried a little, of course, um, I prayed for him and I, I remember not even knowing really what to pray about, but I prayed that God would give him peace and guidance. Then the next day, he actually called to say that he had unwithdrawn. I don't even know if that's the word unwithdraw. Um, and literally, since that very day, though, like since that day in 2018, he has plowed forward. There's been some bumps and some nervous things along the way. But today, he is in his final year of a four year program, and he's sitting, I think, with a GPA at about 3.8 or 9. He's branched out, he's, he's initiating programs, he's doing things that we never, never knew possible in his own strength. We knew that it wouldn't be possible in yeah. his own strength. And, but, you know, he's still not totally seeking God's direction. But this is just one more story, Grant, that reminds me that our, our prayers as parents do matter and they are effective. And we know, again, like our other son, once he is turned back towards the Lord, he will change the world yeah. for good.
0: Oh, yeah. And f- for good and for God. And for God. Yeah, he is he and he is in, in, in a you know in, in his own strength right now, even he is just he's mm-hmm. just changing things and, and just to, to watch them, both of them, both of them same story. They're stepping perfectly into their God given gifts where they're supposed to be. But they both need to seek God's direction mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. Now that's where how important it is for us as parents to come in. Mm-hmm. And we will we it's been truly mm-hmm. amazing to watch uh, and grow deeper in our own faith mm, yeah. as we trust God with our kids. Mm-hmm. We need parents to hear this because it's been, you know, we keep thinking, you know, we're waiting for our kids to walk every day with the Lord. But our faith, our faith as a family, as a, as a couple, a married couple has just grown in leaps and bounds as we see the miracles that he is doing with our, mm-hmm. with our kids, even though they're, they may not be aware because right. they're, or they're yeah. not praying themselves. Yeah. This is the power of a praying parent. Yeah. Right? And uh, the author talks about, then the author talks about how middle school or high school experiences can do a great deal of harm to our teens' sense of purpose, right? And self esteem. And, uh, you know, having six kids, we've also seen this happen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, classmates who were mean and classes that were too challenging, teachers and adults who maybe didn't step in when needed. So many things can affect their self-esteem at that age. They carry that on into their adulthood and it affects their sense of purpose. Yeah. That's why it took years for the, both of our sons yeah. to step in. We kept thinking they were late bloomers, mm-hmm. because they're, but they were delayed by all these other yeah. worldly pressures, right? Mm-hmm. Finally, right? And if there is something, if this is something that you know could be a cause of your child's struggles, we want you to know to first pray to forgive those who hurt them. Right, and then pray that God would restore His confidence in them and help them to see themselves as He sees them. Mm-hmm. Now, I've got foundational f- forgiveness is foundational. Yeah, it goes that, back.
1: It goes back to the yeah those seven things that every parent needs to know that we talked about in the intro. Right. Yeah. Right. seven thing you need to know is forgiveness. We yeah. need to forgive ourselves and other people who have hurt.
0: Yeah, that's the first thing that's can have that, that has to happen mm-hmm. because you need to pray that. Because you need to get that barrier out of the way. Yeah. Right. Just to see anything from there. That's why these first four chapters were so foundational. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: So now, some of your kids, you know, unlike ours, in in terms of having the sense of purpose, you know, some of them might have had them since they were very little. Like some of them, as soon as they could walk, might have just kind of had a new direction a purpose they wanted to go. And there's others that are well into adulthood and are still flailing to find their purpose and do not know of God's calling on their lives. So here, as the author suggests, we need to get ourselves a pair of knee pads because we need to involve ourselves in some fervent intercession. In fact, she says that we should take a day every month to fast and pray for our children who still lack purpose. Now, this is something that really has convicted me, Grant, that I, I when I read this about fasting and praying, it's something that has been on my heart for so long is when I read this again this week, um, it reminds me, I really I really want to start doing this, take this really seriously yeah. and just interceding so strongly on behalf of our kids. And she says that, so when we're praying these times, when we're praying for our kids to find their purpose, we need to ask God to break down any barriers yeah. that are keeping them from receiving or understanding a vision for their life yeah. and the sense of God's purpose and calling.
0: Yeah, so, so important. Now, and when you say praying and fasting, hmm. I will tell you that that's something that continues to reoccur that's mm-hmm. something keep these words keep being yeah. told to me so there's got to be <laughs> probably some blockage for me there yeah. but these are like when something it's not a coincidence when God keeps putting certain scriptures or certain uh, passages Practice or words practices or disciplines on your mind and yeah. he keeps reminding you every every week or month mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it's no no coincidence um, the author, Actually, suggest that an adult child who continues on with no sense of purpose is a very dangerous thing. And this can lead to some damaging behaviors. We have seen this in our own kids, and it's something that uh, we, we've had a, a, uh, one of our older kids who made choices without purpose, mm-hmm. absolutely no purpose, yeah. no direction. And he was in some extreme situations. Mm-hmm. He still lives under a uh, sort of a cloud he's still paying the price for, for those years of no direction. Yeah. Um, we, but we never, we just on our hands and knees and praying for him too. Mm -hmm. And we've had that. Some of our kids uh, haven't been as extreme. This is a very extreme case. Mm -hmm. So we want you to know, that we can even be praying for this and and God will will, will turn this around too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's heartbreaking though right.
1: Pray that in in yeah. a situation like this, you know, just pray that God again would give him a vision yeah. of who who is who he is in Christ and what the purpose yeah, of his life is. Yeah.
0: And make sure that he knows what his gifts are. Yeah. Cuz again, this is another very uh child that has been given a lot of gifts by yeah. God, but Just could not see them. Right.
1: Right. Out of of their own power. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now that being said about if your child doesn't have a sense of purpose and it can be so extreme, we don't want to instill worry in you if if your child is one that doesn't have that purpose right now. Rather, we want to trust God to give that to them because we as parents are praying for that. And if it doesn't happen right away, you know, don't stop praying.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I love love that one too. It doesn't happen right away. Mm. It might take 10 years. Some kids take longer than others to find their niche. That is not necessarily a bad thing or a reflection on the parents or the child. Everyone has their own path and their own time timetable. So we are here to tell you, do not beat yourself up if you see your adult kid struggling to find their place in the world. Yeah. We always start panicking once they get into their past past. High school. Oh, my, my. Yeah.
1: Yeah, So, again, if you're finding yourself in that situation, um, the author just tells us that obviously we need to pray. We need to strongly encourage and maybe give them time to maybe have a way that you can open up that they'll talk to them, talk to you about themselves and you maybe share their dreams, their hopes, ideas, things that they like, things that they don't like. So you kind of get to know your kids a little bit more at this stage of their lives. And she says to often tell them how much you love and admire and tell them of the good traits and gifts that you see in them that they probably aren't even recognizing yeah. in themselves at this time.
0: Yeah. And for yourself or ourselves, ask God to reveal what you need to see about your unmotivated child and how you can pray for them so they may find motivation and purpose.
1: Yeah. So yeah, so this part of the book is like this chapter, she's talking about people that have don't have purpose or they're struggling to find purpose. And as we were reading this, um, she talks a lot at this point about having your adult children, I'm using that word there specifically, <laughs> having them still living with you and what expectations need to be if they're living with you. And you know, as much as I really love, obviously, I love this author and I love her books and they have changed our lives and they've been so impactful. This, this part of the book was uh, an area that kind of touched a nerve for us. Well, for me anyway, I think, um, mostly because I think that each situation each family situation and child's situation needs to be considered based on the circumstances and, you know, the kids needs and issues. Like not every kid is a black and white case where, you know, these are the rules that need to be in place. Um, I'm not saying that I don't disagree with her. Like, obviously, I do believe in expectations, but the ones that she says particularly, I know if we kind of took these right to heart. Um, many of these suggestions would possibly cause more harm than good for the, for our kids, because they are dealing with things that aren't black and white, that aren't just the simple textbook situations. And of course, some of the some of the situations and the places they are are a result of our bad choices and things that we did as parents. So, um, yeah. So I just think I think you need to just really consider each situation and, and not take the words, I guess, um, verbatim, and and think you have to practice them practice them the way they are. Cause like I said, the kids have issues and we've made bad choices, but ultimately, you know, Grant and I continue to commit our kids to the Lord, that things would be restored and redeemed. And we pray that they would see him. They would see themselves as he does and that they would see and know their purpose again and seek God to live it out.
0: Yeah. And that's the, that's the one main truth is that we just continue to pray. We just yeah. continue to, to unrelentlessly p- pray mm-hmm. for them because we have some unique situations. And if you're like any, like our family, You're going to have one or maybe more unique situation with your child. It could be personality situation. It could be anything, but they don't necessarily fit. Like sometimes we felt like our kids were square pegs trying to fit into Mm -hmm. a round hole all the way through the school, the the establishment, right? Mm -hmm. We felt that so much. So uh, I think our case is a classic example of reading material and then being careful not to beat yourself up about how you feel like you have failed, Mm -hmm. But pray that God, who definitely can, will change things.
1: Yeah. And just that, that goes back to, us. just thinking, it's another one of those things you need to know, seven things that I think it was the last point. Yeah. God can fix everything. So all the messes that we've made, all the kids' issues, God can fix
0: those. So Yeah. Even if your kids, you know, don't know their purpose quite yet, they need to take some steps in some direction. And you want these steps to be the right ones, the steps that are given by God.
1: Right. So not even, so they don't know their purpose, but in order to get to their purpose, there's steps that they need to take to, you know, initially start in that right direction. Yeah.
0: And in Jeremiah, we read that after the fall of Jerusalem, the Israelites that were left there asked Jeremiah, who they knew to have a direct line to God as well as God's favor, to ask God what they should do. But when Jeremiah asked the, asked, the answer did not come right away, mm, as you. it so often doesn't. Mm-hmm. And to make matters worse for the Israelites, they had actually made up their minds before they even asked <laughs> Jeremiah to ask God for them. They were going to go to Egypt no matter what answer God gave. Right? Man, are we still just like the Israelites or what? Oh, we are and our
1: kids are. I know I think I can think of of myself as a child knowing what I was already going to do, but asking your parents for their advice. And, uh, yeah. you know, not necessarily asking God, but in a typical asking your parents, but knew already what you were going to do. So yeah, so that's what's going on here. And because the Israelites in that case did not listen to God's direction, they were actually destroyed in the end, just like we can be or our kids will be if we don't heed what the Lord says. So pray for your adult children, not only to hear God's direction, and the steps they must go, but they will also do what he says.
0: Yes, and please always keep in mind that we, like Jeremiah did, have a direct line to God, and he's called Jesus. And we also have favor with God because of Jesus living in us. And we can pray for direction for our kids by the power of the Holy Spirit. But don't get discouraged if the answer doesn't come right away. I don't think it ever did with us. Mm. It may come suddenly, like a light switch being turned on or it may come gradually like a sunrise, or if you're like us, it's going to take way longer than a sunrise. A couple sunrises. <laughs> yeah, a few. And no matter how the answer comes, it will be right on target because it is from the Lord. So we know it's going to be perfectly knit together yeah. and amen. with abundance. Yeah.
1: And amen, amen to that. And once again, as we kind of round, wind up this chapter, as she always does, she'll touch base on kids. You know, if you are so blessed right now that your adult children already have that sense of purpose, You just have to continue to pray that they don't lose sight of what that is and that God will continue to help them define it and enable them to take the right steps in order to see that purpose realized in their lives. So even if your kids are there, we're still praying for our kids. We're still praying. Like sometimes we say any one of us is just like one bad choice away from something else. So continually praying, even if they do have the purpose that it will just be sustained and they will be
0: kept. Don't let the enemy in at all. The Apostle Paul told the Ephesians that he prayed that the eyes of their understanding would be enlightened so that they could know what the hope of his calling was from Ephesians 1 verse 18. Now you can pray the same thing for your adult kids. Pray that their eyes will be opened to see what God's calling is on their lives. Pray that they will understand that their purpose and calling will be realized as their relationship with the Lord deepens. Mm Much like your parents, when you pray for them, your relationship with the Lord will deepen.
1: Right, yeah, yeah, that's great. We thank, thank Jesus for his word, thank, thank God for his word, and those promises again, and direction to do. So that is it for this chapter. Um, again, it's it's the chapters are a little shorter, I think, as we go on here a little bit, because they become just so specific. Yeah. But always reflect back on those first four foundational things. Like, you'll always find little nuggets that yeah. kind of will help you through these chapters. So... That is it for this week, and we just pray as you guys, as we head out here, we continue to pray for you and your families, and that you will see so much goodness, God's goodness, as your kids find their purpose, live their purpose, and, and know who they are in Christ.
0: Joni, kiss me, you won't regret it.